Love Vim is a podcast about fashion, beauty, and lifestyle through the eyes of college students, which is us, conveniently enough. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of With Love Vim. This week's host is Kathleen, and I'm super excited to bring a guest on again. And I'll just have you introduce yourself. Hi, guys. I'm Kate. I'm so excited about this. Oh, my God. I'm (laughs) geeking over here. Um, I am Vim's assistant creative director currently, and I am majoring in apparel and textile design and business management. Now, I know you are a popular face every year at the Vim Fashion Show. <laughs> I would not With say your that. amazing designs. <laughs> Thank you. And I also know you only recently became an ATD major. Mm-hmm. So was it sewing kind of like just a passion beforehand and then you declared it as a major? Or like, tell me about that story of how you got there. Yeah, so um, I've been sewing since I was nine. And I'll say quote unquote sewing. Like I would take those little <laughs> Joanne classes or like my grandmas would help me make something. But yeah, I've been really interested in it for a while. And then um, I've always had a huge passion I hate to say passion for fashion because that sounds so brats. But like, I've said that before too. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I've been really interested in fashion, and I got my first dress form when I was twelve, and I've been like really into it. So mm-hmm. I came into college uh, studying business management. I didn't really know what I was going into, mm-hmm. and I figured, oh well, business is generic, and business <laughs> management—it's safe. Yeah, it's like I like managing things. Sign yeah. me up. So business <laughs> management, it was. And um, I started taking my classes and I hated them and they were, they just kind of sucked. And like, I wasn't interested. They were, I mean, it just wasn't a good time. And I was, this was my sophomore year because my freshman year was COVID. We were online. So I was, yeah, I was just kind (laughs) of doing my thing. And um, I was in the dorms for the first year and I remember talking to my roommate and I was like, I hate my classes. This sucks. But like everyone feels like that, right? Yeah. And she was like, not really. I was like, what? She's like, I love my classes. Right. I'm having a great time. Like I'm in the right place. And I was like, (laughs) damn, well, maybe I need to think about this. So we had a, um, we had a assignment in one of my marketing classes where we had to reach out to two business professionals and interview them about their careers and ask about like what they've been up to and how they got there. So mm-hmm. I reached out to two women. They had nothing remotely, you know, <laughs> in the field that I wanted to be in. But I figured women in business, yeah, you know, come together. Tell me where how you got here and what it's like. So <laughs> I had some general questions lined up like tell me about your career and how you got there. Mm -hmm. Nothing remotely to do with what I was doing or anything about fashion, whatever. But with both of these calls separately, these two completely different women, we wound up talking about my interest in fashion and them convincing me to switch careers and I was like how did we okay how did we get here I was like this is not about me. I'm supposed to be interviewing you. Yeah and I don't know by the end of each call they were like you are in the wrong place you need to you need to think about this and like I can tell you love it and I was like what the heck so then I had my little quarter life crisis of like I I'm in the wrong place I don't want to drop business I'm in too deep like what do I do Mm -hmm. um and then I like I met with all these advisors and like all these ATD students and like 
I really tried to do my homework to see, like, can I do this? And the advisor was like, this will set you back three years. (gasps) What? Three years? Yeah. So I was like, um, that's not an option. (laughs) So no, I, I reached out to this random girl. Her name was Maddie. I love her. And she, I was, she was graduating a double major in genetics and ATD in four years. And I was like, how are you wow. doing this? So I just texted her because she was on fashion relations in Vim. And I was like, oh, yeah. And I was like, please help me. I don't know what's going on. And she met with me in Starbucks oh. and brought all of her class schedules and all of her things. And she was like, this is how I did it. This is how you can do it. And she became my mentor. Oh. And I literally... I know we're going to talk about um, uh, New York Fashion Week in a little bit, but I she lives in New York now, and I went to visit her, and it was like a oh full circle God. moment of like she had such a huge hand. All I needed was the push that like I did it, you can do it, it's possible. Yeah. So I went for it. I added the, the second major, and I think Vim also had a huge hand in that because mm-hmm. doing the fashion shows, being a part of the team, I was like, I seriously love this so much I can't ignore it anymore. And right. I, I need to just suck it up and make the change because this is like, yeah. now I there's no excuse. am in love with it. So that was a ridiculously long-winded answer to your question. No, that's but an incredible like, story though. I there was, It just kind of lined up and I was literally so dramatic about it too. Like <laughs> I created this whole crisis that did not need to be there and ended up like, it's not that well, deep, just it, add the major, so. yeah. Well, I get it. I mean, I think that's so wonderful, though. There was, like, multiple people, like, a part of the story who kind of, like, helped convince you. <laughs> and I'm so glad they helped convince you. Yeah, it really takes a village, as it turns out. To it does. Con- does. I don't know, for me to make a decision, so. Yeah, well, <laughs> well, it was a big decision, but I'm glad they convinced you to do Thank it. Thank you. Me, too, because once I joined, there was this huge mental shift of, like, Oh my god, I'm in the right place. Like I finally that felt is like so amazing. I'm I'm in the right place. I'm where I'm supposed to be. I was so much happier. My motivation changed. My outlook on college changed. It was yeah. like, and that sounds dramatic, but it no, really it makes sense. Changed everything for me, and it led me down this completely different path of where I saw myself, you know, in corporate in 40 years, and now everything is different. Yeah, so. and I think that's such like a true narrative for a lot of college students is that they don't see themselves in the right place Mm -hmm. and they're scared to make that jump to like what they're passionate about this is your sign if you're listening (laughs) to switch your major if you're not liking it yes it is so doable it is so worth it i'm gonna be a super senior i'm gonna be in here for a fifth year but hey you know, it's it's where I'm meant that's to like be. Nor- that's normal for a lot of people, though. It is. You know? Yeah. Because, honestly, at this age, to have to descri- decide your career right now and, like, what you're passionate about and what you want to do for the rest of your life, like, yeah, kind of is a big decision. So if it takes an extra <laughs> semester, an extra two semesters, you know, at I least know. you found out what you want to do in life, you I know? Mean, at least decide- you're happy. Who decided 18-year-olds can make that decision? Right. Because, right. like- <laughs> also, I mean, we lost a year to the pandemic, so truly... Yeah. We didn't even really have a freshman year. Absolutely. Like, it was kind of, it was all online and, you know, I don't know if you ever did the emergency housing on campus or, like, no. lived on campus, but I did. It was still super isolated then. Like, I came sophomore year to live in the dorms. I was like, oh, my gosh, I didn't realize actually 50,000 people went to this school. Like, it just <laughs> yeah. felt like, you know, 12, however many people. Yeah. But 
Okay, switching gears now. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about how you managed to pull off an amazing competition win <laughs> and then win yourself a trip to New York Fashion Week. And I need to hear all about New York Fashion Week, too. Okay. So another incredible story on the way, I think. All right, stop <laughs> me if I ramble, because you know I talk too I much. won't, because I need to hear every detail. So, <laughs> Okay, so... The beginning of this year, mm-hmm. I added my second major the spring of my sophomore year. So this was uh-huh. last spring, a year ago. Uh-huh. So the fall, it's my first semester in yeah. this new major. I'm freshly in it. <laughs> no idea what's going on. I've taken like one studio art class. Right. Starting off strong. Mm-hmm. So I get this email <laughs> that goes out to everybody in the ATD program. Okay. And it's one of the professors, and she was passing along an opportunity, and she said, there's this design competition. There mm-hmm. are the, here are the rules you have to follow. The winner gets an all-expenses-paid trip to New York Fashion Week. And I was like, <gasps> I was like, no way. <laughs> this, is, this is too good to be true. And a common thread, I think, throughout these opportunities that have happened to me is I have no business applying for them. I really don't. (laughs) Like, all the things that have happened to me that other people might be like, oh, my God, how did that happen? I have (laughs) blind faith in myself that for some reason I should apply. Like, I really had no business. And that's exactly why you deserve the win. (laughs) I'm just saying. (laughs) Believing in yourself like that? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you. So... I was like, should I do it? Should I not do it? I was like peeing my pants even thinking about it. I was like, I don't even know if I can handle this. So there was a very quick turnaround, which is a big reason why I was like, should I do it? Should I not? We mm-hmm. had like under just under two weeks, I think, okay. to create this garment, submit an essay about it. And it was just like, you know, everything else was going on. I was like, I don't even know if I could do this. Right. So we had to create a piece. We were not allowed to use fabric. So we could use any other material we wanted. No Ooh. fabric allowed. Yeah. And then um, the piece had to reflect the MSU brand in some way. So the examples they put was like our logo, our colors, something mm, like okay. that. And um, we had to write an essay about the concept behind it and how it connects to MSU. Mm-hmm. And then you just say a few prayers and you're on your way. <laughs> So <laughs> I I was like, I'm all in. Sign me up. So I went home. Go. I went home for the weekend. I bought myself a big roll of paper off of Amazon. You know, like teacher paper that they use for bulletin boards? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's like kind of like thicker cardboard. Not cardboard, but like poster-like almost. Yeah, yeah, kind of. The one that I got was, was pretty like standard paper. It was pretty thin. I was looking for something kind of cheap. And I was like, <laughs> not going to lie. I was like, hey, you're in college at the same time. <laughs> Got to be real. So I was like, OK, it's a 30 bucks, you know, roll of paper. Um, and I kind of had this concept in my mind. I was like, I know I want to do 3D flowers out of paper. So cool. Put that in my back pocket. So cool. Figure out how to connect it later. That's what I want to do. So I bought this roll of paper. I went home. I... Drafted up a little design, mm-hmm. and I got to work. It was just me and my hot glue gun against the world. <laughs> like, <laughs> it was, um, I did it in all at home. So I went home the first weekend, started on it, went back to school, did my thing, came mm-hmm. back the next weekend, finished it, turned it in. Wow. So, because I didn't have any space up in my apartment, there's just no way that was happening. So right. 
I just did it over those two week- weekends, and I ended up um, connecting it to our campus as the brand. One of my favorite places on campus is Beaumont Tower mm-hmm. and the cherry blossom trees that open up in the spring. I know. And I'm so excited for that, by the way. Yes. It's happening. Yes. So those flowers were like the inspiration. And when they were talking about the MSU brand, no shade, but I felt like it could be kind of tacky to be like, I made a green dress and slapped a Spartan head on it. Like, I didn't want it to look trashy. I wanted it to look couture. So, And by the sounds of it, paper can look very couture if done right, which... (laughs) That's the hope. So I, um, I bleached... I cut out all these petals and then I like kind of hand dipped them in bleach to create like an ombre from pink to white because I didn't like how solid the pink color was. Yeah. And, um, well, that's genius. <laughs> no, it's not. Yes, it is. I'm not Thank an ATV major and oh. that's to me is like, oh my God, great idea. I was giving my mom a heart attack. She like is scared of bleach because I'm <laughs> such a spiller and I like ruin everything I touch. So she's like, you're going to ruin our house. So she made me do it in the garage. But um, yeah, that was um, the campus. You know, obviously the dress was an homage to my favorite spot on campus, but I thought our campus is such a big part of the MSU brand. It's what mm-hmm. brings us together. It's like the common thread that connects us. Everyone yeah. has such unique attachments to campus and Mm -hmm. stories and things that have happened to them and everyone takes something away but it's all home at the same time so I thought what a beautiful way to highlight our community that we have in this unique campus that we have so that was kind of my concept behind it that's Um, so lovely I can show you a picture if you want but I do want to see a picture okay oh my god (laughs) Kate are you kidding me (laughs) oh my oh my god hold on (laughs) If you're listening to this right now on Spotify, you need to click off and go to Impact's website right now so you can look at this uploaded picture of Kate's dress. Oh, my God, Kate. This is beautiful. (laughs) Thank you. Oh, my God. Seriously. This doesn't even look like paper. (laughs) This is so impressive. Thank you. Oh, my gosh. Okay, well, obviously, very late congratulations, (laughs) but... Thank that you. is a beautiful, beautiful dress. Thank you. I was praying to the craft gods. Everything that I've done for the fashion shows, like this dress, it's like a piece it together and pray sort of situation. <laughs> like, just find a way in the end. So it's not people out there listening there who are like, I could never do this. Yes, you can. Mm-hmm. Like, I and you did it in two weekends. And you had two weeks. So <laughs> you would not want to see the way that I was throwing <laughs> some of this together. It all comes together in the end. So it does. Well, that is so cool. So once you got the, you know, the congratulations that you would want and everything like that, how long did you go to, like, did you go to, how many shows did you go to in New York Fashion Week or whose shows did you go to? Yeah. So that was, we only went to one show. Okay. The whole, it was just a weekend. So it wasn't Fashion Week. It was like the first weekend of Fashion Week. Okay. So there was only two days, but it was kind of about... The fashion industry as a whole while oh, cool. fashion week is going on so it's like we also spent a day at the champion headquarters and oh, cool. their design team and like their process and what they're coming up with so a lot of the people we saw and the brands we talked to it was like what's going on in your world while fashion week is happening because right. there was the you know the glamour of like oh a fashion show and this and that mm-hmm. but it was also 
you know, these people's careers and how they intertwine and what's happening to them on this week and what happens to them in a regular year and careers and all of that, too. So it was a really nice, um, comprehensive look at New York's fashion industry. And part of it was New York Fashion Week and experiencing that. And part of it was people's careers in fashion and what their lives are like and what they're Mm -hmm. doing. So that is so cool. (laughs) Thank you. Oh, my gosh. So you almost caught, like, the opening then, mm-hmm. which is so cool. Wait, okay. Did you get to see, like, any designs that were, like, particularly your favorite? Or, like, maybe there was one specific, like, designer that had something that you were, like, a fan of? Or Well, the show that we saw was Tiffany Brown. So okay. she's a bit of a smaller designer, mm-hmm. and she had some really cool stuff. But I think a lot of what stood out to me is what I saw in the streets, what people were wearing. And oh, that must have been awesome. That was awesome. <laughs> and then I also went to Saks Fifth Avenue on Fifth Avenue, which is like the heavens opened. Right. It was like a museum to me. I was like right. a child. A symphony started playing out of nowhere. Literally. <laughs> Jesus himself was like breathing like, oh, my God, he breathed on that store, I swear. It was 10 floors, and what I saw in there, it was, like, yes, it was pieces that they were selling, but it was also, like, these beautiful, mm-hmm. like, things on display, and I was, oh, my God. So, like, that yeah. was also, I saw so many things in there that were very impressive. Yeah. And did that, like, inspire you in any way for, like, your own kind of, like, design process or, like, maybe something that you would want to, like, try out because I know especially with like what I just saw your amazing creation and then also what I've seen at the fashion shows like you're very much into like bigger gowns or like a lot of like bigger pieces were you inspired by a lot of that kind of stuff or would you want to kind of like try out some other type of like style or like designs call me Sharpay because (laughs) (laughs) that is the vibe I have always been drawn to that and I would be open to trying other styles but I think where my heart's at, it's always more, more, more. Bigger yeah. is better. Giant dresses, intricate details, dramatic silhouettes. Like, yeah. if you haven't caught on, I have a flair for the dramatic. So, I- <laughs> <laughs> Me too. This is why we're getting along. Yes. So I, I think that's where, where my heart is, you know? Like, yeah. I would design other things, but I don't know if I really belong in streetwear or like I could it's like a whole nother beast it is it really is everything in fashion is so diverse and I think that's kind of my niche is like pieces people would never wear but right so I, couture yeah 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 so and I know that you're going to be now opening not opening but at yeah no opening opening <laughs> Chicago Fashion Week Yes, ma'am. So (laughs) let's hear about that now. Uh, Yes. Also, another opportunity I had no business applying for. Uh, If you're clearly, clearly, there's some business. (laughs) Common thread. Clearly, so I think there is business where you are. So (laughs) thank you. So I was on Google Mm -hmm. and I was browsing fashion shows around me, and I was like, I really enjoy fashion shows. I love doing them, Mm -hmm. and so I was looking up. Somewhere that I could maybe sign up. Right. So Chicago Fashion Week popped up and I was like, huh, Ah. I might throw my hat in the ring. (laughs) So 
I literally emailed the CEO and oh I was like, God. I was like, hello there. Um, I'm a college student and please let me be in your show. Oh my God, you emailed the CEO? Yes, I did. And you know what? It paid off. This is it your did. sign to also email the CEO. Tony, shout out to you, my man. Thank you for giving me a chance. And I would like to point out that Chicago Fashion Week is not run by the same company that New York Fashion Week is. Okay. So I call it the Big Five. Literally no one else in the world calls it the Big Five. <laughs> but London, New York, Paris, Milan, Copenhagen, like those big okay, five yeah. global fashion weeks, Right. that is a different beast. Mm-hmm. There are... Other fashion weeks that happen regionally, like Michigan has a Michigan Fashion Week, Chicago has Chicago Fashion Week, and they are all run by separate entities. Same idea, same concept, same things going on, but I would like to say, y'all, I'm not out here like with Valentino (laughs) showing my stuff. (laughs) This is a, a different company, a smaller company, you know, same idea, but... But still a ginormous, 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 humongous, all those adjectives opportunity, (laughs) I would say. Thank you. I peed my pants a little bit. I was like, y'all got back to me. I I really expected to be fully ghosted. And they were like, I sent them my portfolio ahead of time. I was like, please just look at my stuff. (laughs) It's like, you can just, you know, take a little peek, uh, see what you think. And they were like, Sure. And I was like, really? He's like, let me give you a call. So I I literally was driving home. I was in the car mm-hmm. and I I was dropping my boyfriend off and I was like in his driveway taking this call. <laughs> and he was sitting there like staring at me like, well, what's going on? And I was like hyperventilating right. next to him. You're like, I also don't know what's yeah. going on. <laughs> so he called me. He's like, it's going to happen. I was like, what? <gasps> and then I was like, um, slight thing. You said you need 12 looks. I can't do that. I'm fully a college student. He was like, okay, how many can you do? And I was like, five. He was like, okay. And I was like, really? He was like, yeah, you can do five. I'll let you open. And I was like, <gasps> Tony, say it ain't so. Tony, say less. <laughs> Maybe I'll throw a six look in there just for you. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, oh, my God. Awesome. Yes. Okay. So. I showed four looks at the Vim Fashion Show, and I'm yeah. going to show those four at Chicago Fashion Week. Beautiful. And then there is one more that I'm making. It's not finished yet. Uh, It'll be a surprise. Yeah. It's in my basement. She's half done. The show's on Sunday. It's finals week. No biggie. No you know? biggie. Well, that, like, wait, that's so cool, though, that he that he's, like, not only... Well, first of all, that the CEO contacted you, but is also like letting you open. Yeah. I think that's like also a really cool accomplishment. It was so good of him to give me a chance. There was, they had a show that was like, op- like upcoming designers meant for young designers. And that was the one that I reached out to him about because I was like, okay, if you're oh. letting young people in, like I'm a young person, <laughs> maybe you'll give me a chance. And he said, you can do that show or you can do the evening wear show because I've seen your stuff. I'd let you be in it. And I was like, <gasps> I'll do that one, please. So how incredible. He let me open for for the big girls, the big girls <laughs> show. And I was like, oh, my God. Well, your pieces were like extravagant. So I can <laughs> see why you would go into the evening wear. Thank you. There is. 
I'm not going to lie. There is imposter syndrome, though, of like, I right. feel like I'm a bit of a, like an amateur. Like I, my pieces are like not that great. There's not a lot of technique in them yet because like I said, I'm a self-taught sewer. I've just barely started taking ATD classes. I haven't mm-hmm. taken anything on structure yet. So I'm kind of shocked that and these people are- And then you, you are... pulled all those pieces off, seriously? You're telling me you have no structure <laughs> classes and you you have such beautiful, okay. Thank okay. You. No, seriously, it's fine. <laughs> That's no, okay. Now I have imposter syndrome <laughs> thanks to you. So, <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm apologies to like anyone wearing headphones. I have just like hackled into this <laughs> microphone so many times. So have I. Oh my god. Wait. Okay. And then I guess my last question for you would be like, where do you hope to take this? All these opportunities and you know, your business major and your ATD major, like, where do you want to go with it? I know this is like a loaded. (laughs) Yeah, I'd say it's a pretty loaded question for somebody in their almost senior year. But where do you want to go with this? Short answer. I don't know. Okay. I, (laughs) I have a tentative plan. But the way my life goes, it's not going to end up happening that way. So I and you like to just Put yourself in places. So down for the ride. So you might just end up anywhere. Yeah. But let's hear your tentative plan. All right. So I'm hoping I move to New York City after graduation Mm -hmm. and get my foot in the fashion industry there. I would love to start out working for a brand that does couture. So Dior. Mm -hmm. um, I love Dior. (laughs) Or like... Chanel or um, Zuhair Murad's my favorite. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gian Battista Valli. Oh my God, I salivate. Like, <laughs> I... <laughs> so, foaming at the mouth. Yes, literally, I go feral. So, I would love to end up at a fashion house that does styles that align with my interests. Mm-hmm. Um, but really, anywhere in the fashion industry, I would love to, to do. And then I would spend. My 20s probably in New York, and I'm just going to see where the wind takes me. There you go. End goal, maybe I would like to be a designer. I think it's in the cards for you. I don't know. I mean, it's a hard life. Like when you – I've had all year to think about stuff, and I'm still last minute about things. When you're pressured to come up with four seasons a year of like these – groundbreaking collections that nobody has seen before and everyone finds beautiful and obviously no like it's never going to be that everybody loves your work but there is an immense pressure that comes with being the designer so yeah I I don't know if that's going to be me but I'd love it to be and my business degree maybe being an entrepreneur is in the cards for me I love project management so I don't know, <laughs> to be honest. And you know what? All of that sounds great. And all of that seems like something you'd be able to do Thank and pull you. off it's with just faith stuff. in yourself. <laughs> we'll see. Honestly, I it's ridiculous. Like, blind faith, guys. Sheer determination and blind faith will get you if anywhere. If you take anything from this podcast today, <laughs> it's that you just need to believe in yourself and take risks. Yes. People will and give switch you- your major. So <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Turn your life around right now, and then show up in places you don't belong, and and, and that's and that's how you win. Yeah, life. That's how you win life. So, yeah, I mean, that's like great advice, actually. <laughs> Take it, 
All of you. I'm going to take it. That's for sure. Yeah. I mean, it's people will give you a chance. You do not realize how many people are willing to give you a chance until you put yourself out there. And I, throughout this whole journey, have reached out to so many random people that I, again, have no business contacting. (laughs) And they come back to me like um, John Mezzo, who came to speak to us last year i think he was from sax i like messaged him on linkedin he's now like the vice president of like hr for all of sax and i was like hey john um remember me yeah i'm from him no big deal but uh i need some career advice and we've been emailing back and forth for months and good i'm like i cannot believe some of these people are giving me their time so vim has been a huge huge like I agree. Component of my career. I they agree. have give reach out to the people that we talk to, guys, for real. Like um Tyler from GQ, huge resource. Mm-hmm. If you're an upperclassman and you remember Carlo from Coach, huge resource. Huge research, yeah. Yes. So they have Carlo got back to me. Um and then the people that I met in New York in Fashion Week. I emailed all of them too. And yeah. a lot of it is not even like give me a job. It's more like give me advice and you're just at, you're not asking people for favors or to do something for you. You're just asking to learn from them and saying, I am having really a lot of trouble finding an internship or I don't know about this or can you tell me about that? And people would love to give you information and it doesn't have to feel like a transactional right. thing where it's like you only it's shallow and you only want something from them. So right. do your homework. I'm a huge, uh, I don't know, advocate or supporter of just talking to people for the sake of learning from them. Right. And just building connection. Absolutely. And it has brought me so far is just talking to people, showing an interest, and being genuine in, their, in your interest about their career because people have such valuable things to say and Nine times out of ten, they have another person to connect you with. Right. And I think networking is a really foreign concept to underclassmen when you come into college because I don't know about anybody else, but I never networked in high school. That was not Mm -hmm. something that I did. So I was like, you mean I'm supposed to just talk to people and, like, ask them stuff? Well, yeah. It really – Yeah, and, like, the worst thing that they'll say is no or they just don't get back to you or they just – can't help you yeah and that's it and you move on i know you're not gonna like be put in jail if right. you there's there's nothing that's there's nothing that's gonna like hurt you mm-hmm. if you i mean obviously a no might hurt or like sorry i don't have time or whatever might be but honestly that just owie. opens right <laughs> it just opens a door for a new opportunity and a new connection yes for sure never also, another, I know, are we over time? Should I stop talking? I don't talking? think so, but. Okay. <laughs> I, things come around, especially in the fashion industry. People say it, but it is a small world. If you are doing something really cool that you're really excited about or you have a high position, and I'm not saying this really applies to anybody, but this is something that I've just, like, heard from other people. Never act like you're above somebody because. Yeah. When it comes around, you're going to run into that person again. They're going to be an important part in your career. Mm-hmm. They're going to play 
a role somehow. Like you just be genuinely nice to everybody. Totally. In don't Being have nice the attitude gets you very far. In yes. Life. Never have the attitude of I'll never see you again. So it doesn't matter if I'm friendly or not, because I have like thought I would never see all these people again. And then you do. And then you're like, oh, my God, you're actually like a big role in this. Not saying hey I was again. Mean. <laughs> I know. Not saying I was mean to those people because I wasn't. But you just never know when people are going to come back into your world. And it is so important to just be friendly and just be kind to everybody you meet because totally. it all comes back. It does. That's really good advice. Well, thank you, Kate, for coming on today. It was so nice talking to you. And thank you for sharing your story. Of course. I hope that was inspiring to other people like it was to me. And I wish you the best of luck on Sunday and then also in your senior year and beyond. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. This was so much fun. I, I, so I was so excited to have you on. So. <laughs> I'm so excited to be here. I've never done anything like this. Well, Get ready because you might have to come back on. So <laughs> don't even play with me like that. Okay. <laughs> all right. Well, I will see you guys all next week. And thank you for listening to another episode of With Love Vim. With Love Vim is a podcast and a conversation about fashion, beauty, and lifestyle through the eyes of college students. Thank okay, you. Thanks. Kisses. Kisses.